Uh, we talked about this earlier this week, the situation in Shanghai, China, where they've gone through a, well, you want to talk lockdown, this, this is what a lockdown looks like. And it's been going on for some time in that city as they try and deal with COVID. Um, we're going to chat with Kelly Kriba, who is an Edmontonian who is teaching in Shanghai and is good enough to join us. Now, Kelly, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's just get the background here. You're, you're living and working in China. You teach English to children, right? That's that's the job? Yes. Yeah, so I actually moved to Shanghai back in 2017. Okay. So I have been here for five years. And right now I teach middle school history at an international school. Um, now, we've heard some real horror stories about what's going on uh, in China. Uh, just tell us what the situation that you're going through right now is. It, is it as bad as we keep hearing in terms of this lockdown that's currently underway? I mean, I can only speak from my personal experience. Um, everyone does experience things differently. So um, in my personal opinion, this lockdown has been extremely challenging. Again, I was here back in 2020 when the initial uh, pandemic first started here in China. And when you compare the lockdown now to the one we had two years ago, this one is severe. It is more serious, believe it or not, than even the initial breakout back in 2020. Wow. Okay. First of all, why don't we start with um, what? what's a day in the life like? Like when you talk about a really severe lockdown, how severe? What's going on? So um, in March, mid-March, we, again, I'm a teacher, we closed our schools and we moved to online learning, which was our first indicator that, you know, something was coming and, you know, we've gone online a couple of times throughout the pandemic years. Um, however, at the 1st of March, it was the worst <laughs> April Fool's joke that yeah, ended up not being a joke at all. <laughs> and um, again, Shanghai is huge. There's 25 million people and um, the river runs through it and it's split into two parts. So half of Shanghai was already in lockdown for four days prior to my side, the Pushi side. So on April 1st, we were told the whole city is locked down. Everything is closed. Schools, takeout, public transportation, um, nail salons, like everything, absolutely everything is locked down. And we were told that it would be for five days, April 1st to April 5th. Right. It is now April 22nd. And nothing's and changed? Have nothing. There's no indication of when this lockdown will be lifted, which is the worst part of it all. Now, we've heard stories of, um, you know, complete apartment buildings being, like, locked up. Like, you cannot leave. Is it that bad? I mean, can you get out of your home at all, or are you basically confined to your house? Um, so again, it, it does differ from person to person and even district to district. So initially, a lot of the apartment buildings were physically sealed. So they were tied off by rope. Wow. Um, there were photographs of them being chained, locked shut. Yes, I saw that. Um, in my <laughs> in my specific case, um, we actually have guards and they would patrol the apartment complex and they would pretty much catch anyone that was trying to leave their apartment building. So, yeah, it was not Do you know, like, fun. However, what was the oh, punishment? What was, if, if they did catch you leaving your apartment building, do you know, was, was that, you know, were you going to jail or were they sent, what was the, the discipline, do you know? Um, for my understanding, I'm not sure exactly what has happened. Okay. I think... 
Um, it was more of a warning. And I think a lot of people do comply with rules and regulations here in China. Um, so I don't think it is a, as big of an issue. Uh, yeah, people are very aware of the rules and a lot more inclined to follow them than uh, other countries would be. <laughs> um, in terms of, you know, just daily life, I know that there were some problems getting food. Like you're obviously you're not allowed to go out and go grocery shopping. So how were you getting food and how has that worked over the past three weeks now? Oh, my goodness. Um, initially, that was, uh, you know, everyone's biggest worry. Again, we were told it was going to be five days. So when we got the news, we stocked up for five days. And it was very clear as time was going on that it was going to be much longer. So we, the only way that you can get food is through government rations. So the government has been um, sending people food once or twice a week, which has been nice. Um, it's usually vegetables, um, maybe some eggs, and sometimes meat, but not so often because, you know, meat sure. can go off. Yeah. So again, a lot of the elderly population that doesn't have access to phones or any like digital anything that can't physically order food, they rely heavily on these government rations. Um, however, for me, I am able to order food, but it is collectively. So for example, I can't really order individual items that I need. It's more so everyone in your apartment complex places a mass order and then it's delivered and it's split among okay. everybody. Have you, I mean, are you, are, you, are you getting what you need basically? I mean, like you say, not a lot of choice and it's fairly limited, but are you at least getting what you need to survive? Sounds like it, obviously. Yeah, of course. So we are okay. We do have enough food. Um, is it, you know, McDonald's? Right. Is it, you know, takeout? Absolutely not. Um, but we do have access to the staples. We have pasta. We have fresh vegetables coming in, um, again, once or twice a week. So we're fine. Um, is it the most luxurious <laughs> experience? <laughs> no. And it is a very humbling um but yeah, it just reminds you what what really is important. So, is there um, is there an end in sight? Like you say, this has gone on much longer than you expected it would. Does it look like it might be ending anytime? Oh, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, there is a lot of speculation. Even comparing it to 2020, we were back at school. Um, I believe June first was our first day back. Um, but with Omicron, again, this strain is a lot more contagious. So I think um, it's a lot more difficult to combat. And that's the big issue. So we don't know. And we're trying to stay as positive as possible. But again, you can understand that 25 million people yeah. are locked down. So how long can this go on is everyone's question. Do you have an opportunity to speak to other people in the building or other people in the neighborhood? I mean, what is the the general mood? People must be just absolutely ready to snap at this point. <laughs> yes. So one good thing actually that came out of this was um, everyone that lives in my apartment building, we were thrown into a group chat um, through a program similar to WhatsApp. It's called WeChat here. And I've actually gotten to know my neighbors quite well, which is nice. And I've been able to 
translate and keep up with their messages. And they have been so lovely to me. Um, a lot of the time they take pity on me and my fiance. They know we're foreigners. And again, we have no idea what's going on. Everything is obviously in Mandarin, in Chinese. And <laughs> as much as I'd like to say I've lived here for five years, my Mandarin is not good. So, <laughs> yeah, we really have no idea. So I have been piggybacking off of my neighbors a lot. And they've been really, really helpful and, you know, asking us if we need anything, if they can help us, if they can trade items with us. So um, that has been really, really good. Well, I mean, it's it's good to you. It sounds like you're being as positive as you possibly can, but it has to be an absolute nightmare. Uh, Kelly, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. And uh, hello to Edmonton. I miss you guys so much. <laughs> uh, hope, hopefully this is over soon. Uh, best of luck. Hang in there. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you so much. Um, that's Kelly Kriba, who is an Edmontonian living in China, as you heard, since 2017 and um, uh, teaching English to kids there, and it just basically full-on lockdown since uh, early April. It was supposed to last four days. They're now into day 22. So, I mean, uh, it's... it's oh, I can't imagine what that would... I, I, would, I would absolutely lose my mind. So uh, maybe we'll check in with her down the road and see how things are going, if things are getting better, or if it's just continuing to drag on and on and on. Ho- hopefully it doesn't, though. I mean, good Lord, how long is it going to take? <laughs>